This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 314 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Equisketch, EasySignsOnline.com, and TotalSaddleFit.com. Today, listener Lori Savitz creates the Laguna Beach Horse Lovers to get the word out about dressage, and we are joined by Olympian Dottie Morkis uh, with a trainer tip on position, position, position. Listen in. This is Reese Koffler Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Fergus, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show with Glenn. Hey, guys, and I have something special for you because it's a special time. Hold on, let me, <laughs> let me get it for you. Okay. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's right. It's your anniversary. Three years you've been doing this show. Can you believe how quickly time flies? <laughs> I told you three months, Glenn, and I'm still <laughs> That's here. That's what you said. Reese said to yeah, me three months, said, and I said, said to I'm myself, I'm doing this for three months, and then, and then that, that's I, it. I knew better, because I knew when she <laughs> yeah. started, she wouldn't quit, because she she's not a quitter. So. She's loyal. <laughs> yeah. Right. Reese is loyal. I'm not a quitter. I'm very loyal. That is true. That is a, a, a personal trait of mine. And, and wow. Uh, wow. The things we've done in three years are pretty darn cool. So, uh, And yeah. now you're not allowed to quit because the listeners like you too much. So you can't know, go anywhere. I know. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. And um, Philip, you came on one or two shows after me. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like July, maybe something like that. So I have to play it again uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You get to play it again in a couple weeks for my anniversary. It's true. You know what? Thursday night, when we have a weekend off, I mean, a week off, I I love, you know, usually we go out to dinner or something uh, with friends or whatever, but I miss you guys. I don't talk to you for like two weeks. And I'm like, I miss the boys. And Travis is like, it's (laughs) It's really weird. Because we all talk, um, yeah, you know, quite often. Philip and I definitely talk more uh, just to get the show organized. And then we chat about horses and what's going on. And yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I always miss it. So I don't think we're going anywhere for a little while, for sure. So I can't believe three years. It really has gone fast. And, well, and congratulations. You guys have done a great job. You have uh, t- you have thousands of listeners from around the world, and that's a wonderful thing. I was looking, yeah. and you broke another record in the first quarter, too. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember what month it was, but uh, as far as the number of listeners. Uh, so, yeah, you did break another record in the first quarter. Awesome. Well, without our listeners, we would not break break records. And we thank you all so much for all you do for us and all the feedback we get. And we really enjoy yeah, it. And the, Keep and it the questions and the tips and stuff that we get on our Facebook and emails are awesome. That we love getting that kind of stuff. And and uh, well, actually, we have uh, a listener that sent us uh, an email. Lori Savage is coming on the show today. Actually, she. She really liked the show. We were talking to Hillary about, um, you know, bringing the public into dressage and sending out press releases and stuff, and that really spoke to her. And she did something about it. She did her own press release. She brought people to a horse show local to to her in Laguna Beach, California, and uh, it's it's a really cool story. So I can't wait to hear from her all about how she's promoting dressage in her area. So exactly. it just goes back, right? The love and goes she, back and forth. Love goes back and forth. And she offered help to any listener um, from the show that wants to do the same thing uh, in their community. Certainly, Philip and I and Glenn would love to help. But also, Lori sounded like she was very happy to help anybody that has the same idea. So uh, we hope we carry on the listener love. We love it. And uh, keeps Philip and I going. Uh, and Glenn as well. We, we really enjoy doing the show. So uh, right after this commercial break, actually, let's go ahead and we'll go right into Lori Savitt. And she'll talk talk about what she has done in her community for dressage. Glenn the Geek here. The life of horse person is hard enough, and we all hate doing the required paperwork, and unfortunately, many of us never get around to it, and it just piles up on our desk. That is about to change thanks to the Equisketch Records app for your iPhone or iPad. My wife and I use it to track our horses, and we absolutely love this thing. Equisketch Records is the most thorough and complete equestrian records app on the market today. 
We love this app because you can track your farrier work, your dental, your Coggins, medicines, worming, and so much more. And you can get reminders on your device when all of these things are due. You'll never forget a worming or shots or farrier visit again. But it not only tracks your horse, you can also manage your horse shows, including individual events. You can manage riders, including lessons and memberships and so much more. And you can sync it between your iPhone and your iPad, and all of this for the price of a couple of cups of coffee from Starbucks. Search for EquiSketch Records in the iOS App Store or go to EquiSketch.com. That's E-Q-U-I-S-K-E-T-C-H.com. EquiSketch.com. Well, tonight we've got Lori Savitt on the show, and she's the creator of a cool website club called Laguna Beach Horse Lovers, uh, and you can find that at lagunabeachhorselovers.com. Hi, Lori. I, I'd like you to kind of introduce yourself tonight. Maybe you can tell us all about yourself, and you're pretty new to dressage, I think, and uh, you could tell us a little bit about that. I was a professional dancer and a choreographer and touring internationally and doing all that stuff very seriously, and then I retired um, when I was about 30, as many of us do in that field, and then I decided to higher from the stage, and I got a JD and an MBA from UCLA, and kind of didn't have my dance passion anymore, and was looking for something to 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 that I could really dedicate myself to. And so, not too long ago, I discovered dressage, and so now I am a huge fan of dressage. Doing it, seeing it, talking about it, I just love it, and I'm a big fan of the dressage radio show. We didn't pay her to say that. <laughs> now, do you have a special horse at the moment? Do you have a I love have a of special your life? horse. Yeah. I, well, actually, I don't own a horse. That's another unique thing about me because um, when I started, everybody, you know, said you don't know enough about dressage to buy a horse. You know, to be effective at buying a horse, and um, and they also said to me, ride as many horses as you can. That's hard to do when your resources are dedicated to one horse. So I, um, yeah, so I have one horse that is my main squeeze. His name is Atticus. We don't even know what he is, actually. Um, (laughs) Mine's 57. (laughs) Yeah, he's, well, yeah, that's such a Canadian term. Have you ever heard that? (laughs) I have, have, but just because I hang out with Philip a lot, so I have heard that from Philip. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know that before. We need to I didn't, know, I didn't know that was a Canadian term at all. Oh, yeah. You have to translate for the American audience. Translate, oh. Philip. What is it? What does it mean? <laughs> it's just a mix. A mix of everything. You know, it's like, what, Dr. Pepper has 23 flavors or something? Yeah. That's, you know, it's just it's just a, a little mishmash of a little everything. <laughs> so when we, like in, in, in Canada, well, I was born in Canada and I've been living in the U.S. for a long time. So I'm both. So, um, but here what we would call a dog a, a, a mutt, but in Canada, at least when I was living there, we would say, is your dog a Heinz 57? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. I always think of mutt as kind of a little bit of a derogatory term. It is. Heinz so 57 is much polite. It's so Canadian, <laughs> yeah. you see? It's polite. It's I Canadian, love it. It's polite. Please say A. <laughs> I don't say A. Philip, you're in charge of that. Yeah. I say it after, it, it comes after a question, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, that's, that's how you <laughs> um, Laurie, tell us about uh, Laguna Horse Be- uh, Laguna Beach Horse Lovers and how that came about and and what and what that club is all is all about. Uh, well, okay, but but I'm gonna. But can I take you back to kind of? Oh sure. It's a little bit of a story, and I'd really like Please. to tell it because um, it all starts with the Trage Radio Show. Yes, high Love five. Those stories. Yeah. <laughs> And you didn't pay me for that either. No, great. Um, <laughs> so, because the genesis of Laguna Beach Horse Lovers was um, an episode where I was driving along in my car, listening to the podcast, which I which I really love to do, on the way to the barn. <laughs> and Hillary Moore Hebert, the contributing editor to Dressage Today, was on for one of her segments. And one of Hillary's points that day, along with Reese and Philip, was that we could all make a contribution by 
getting stories into the paper and online into the, the local press about what we are doing in dressage. And um, so you guys had all kinds of ideas about things that could be publicized. And so, I, I you know, I didn't really – I thought, well, that's a great – idea, but I, I say that about a lot of things you guys say on this show. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's great, half old idea. <laughs> um, and, uh, but that one, that one really stuck with me, and, and I thought, wow, that, you know, that's something I might want to do. The lead could lead to so many things. Increased visibility, which would be great. Just group, increased excitement at the shows. More people just enjoying what we're already doing, which is fabulous. And and lead to maybe more sponsorships and allow this art form that we love to kind of expand and grow and have more facilities and resources. So that all in our little contribution, we could really create something big. I've, I've been wanting to find a way to give back to the community of trainers and writers, you know, who everybody's been so kind to me and mentored me along the way. I really didn't know anything when I came along. And so yeah. every day somebody is still helping me. <laughs> and I'm very appreciative of that. Me too, Lori. I think that's, that's the way this really? goes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Every day you would, uh, you, uh, it's a village. This, this sport it takes is. a village. It well, does. that's true. You do say that often. You do say that often yeah, on the show. It does. So it was that was a big idea, right? So then I had to meditate on that and kind of think about well, uh, how, what yeah, how are you going impl- to implement yeah. this this idea yeah. and this plan? How are you exactly. going to get the sport of dressage out there? Yeah, well, and not I can't think about it even that way. I was like, out of the idea of getting dressage out there, what is it that I think is doable in my particular town, right? And I and and what's important to me and and I guess for me I'm like I enjoy watching it so much. I thought that maybe my focus might be getting more spectators to events that are already occurring. That seemed like something manageable that I could try and do and give me a focus. And and then I started mentioning it to people and a, a lot of just writers that I know and I don't know what what your guys' experience are, but a lot of people <laughs> would say to me when I mentioned this idea, they were like, Lori. Dressage is like watching paint dry. Why do you want to come and see it? Yeah. I think Have you maybe ever that's, heard a, that? that's a horse husband perspective. Yes, for sure. I don't know anything about that. Nothing. Okay. Ah! Anything. Uh-huh. You don't? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, Glenn, right. I have really? never, ever been bored watching dressage. I'll just say that, okay? Well, see, you're the, okay. you're the person that I just... I, just thought I, I just thought to myself I am not so u- unique I am completely new to this field and I am fascinated when I go to a show it's wonderful I love to watch it I just like to you know sit well, at the shows well, Lori you, en- you you enjoy it mine was dripping with sarcasm so just oh. say <laughs> yeah you got you got to watch <laughs> there. Yes. Of humor. oh Lori he's so bad <laughs> but there are people out there like you. I know. It's I know fantastic. That you know no, so I, I had a feeling that there were other people like me. I'm sure there are people who don't enjoy it. There are people who hate ballet too, right? So, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I love it. And I think it's just a, a great opportunity to kind of unplug from life, from work, from school, from kids, from the television, from, you know, all those things and just focus on beautiful horses. And usually they're in outdoor environments that are really pretty. I, I, think, it, I think it kind of started with... Um, with a press release, didn't it? And maybe you can help our, right. our listeners. I think you had a little bit of an internet resource about, you know, how to make a press release. And uh, where would somebody find, you know, how, how to do that and, and how to get get it out to the local papers? Well, that's a very good segue into what the first step of the method is, which we need to invite them to the show. Mm-hmm. Right? It's how true. are people going to find out about these shows? Because one of the things that I have really noticed is that the materials that are created for our shows and events are mostly created for other writers. So it's kind of like yeah, for people who are oh, in, absolutely, in already, yeah, right? absolutely. And also, yeah. they're written in Greek. A normal person <laughs> cannot right. understand true, what they mean. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So we need to create materials that are focused on communicating to a normal person who is not completely immersed in our special world. Like, tell them where it is, that whether there's parking, is there an admission, and are they welcome to come? So um, 
so one of the tools that I used and the primary tool that I used, which was what Hillary and um, Philip and Reese, you guys were suggesting on the show, was a press release to our local press outlets. And um, so that gives all of the the basic press release would just say, you know, the date and time and all that. And you're just, you're just, you know, saying this is happening. At least they would know. And, you know, what would be a good time for them to show up, right? Sure. Yeah, come on and, out uh, on Sunday at yeah. at one o'clock, and and you can see dancing horses. Right. Exactly. Tell them when the freestyle starts. We all know the freestyles and great. Oh, well, the freestyle. Oh, yeah. yeah. All about the freestyles. Yeah, of course. So that, that's kind of tell them when the freestyles start, and um. So I did use a press release for that, and just to help you know, you know, your listeners kind of develop their own press releases when they get to the inviting part of this. They can look. I have a website called lauriesavitt.com. I, I put it up there because it didn't seem like appropriate material to have on Laguna Beach Horse Lovers. Um, and there, there are two things on there that might be useful for your readers. One is kind of a step-by-step how to get local publicity from your paper, you know, what information you need on the publications, who to contact, how to write the email, because you, you need to do it very, you need to definitely put your press release in the email, not as an attachment. I'll just highlight that right. for everybody. Right, okay. And um, it takes you step-by-step step through that. And then the second resource, which I think is, if you take the time to go through it, it's super useful, is I actually gave, I ran through and put links to every single, I put out, uh, I think, uh, four four releases or four different releases on the show before it happened. It was about a six-week project. Um, and I put a copy of every release that I sent out. And then right below that, I put links to the actual articles that were published based on the release. So people can wow. see that, that the, the amazing thing is sometimes they will print almost every word that you put in your release. So we're going to be tourist lovers. Um, really, I had to create the website because we, we don't have a gathering, a natural gathering place for horse people in Laguna Beach. We don't, our stables are all gone now. We have no Well, well t- tell us a little bit about where Laguna Beach is for any of our listeners that, that don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Oh, Laguna Beach is the most beautiful little beach town. It's an hour south of um, Los Angeles and an hour north of San Diego. And um, it's um, an arts community. So there would be a natural affinity towards the horse arts or horse sports, right? Right, right. <laughs> sure, and we sure. Used, we used to be an equestrian um, community, but what has happened is as more and more houses have been built and uh, kind of the coast has been a very, become very desirable real estate, the stables have sold out, so we've lost them all. But we had some awesome stables on the ocean. Which oh, wow. On the I know. That sounds beautiful. <laughs> Mm. It was. It was beautiful. I wasn't around then, but it was great. Yeah. So, so Finn, sorry. No, I was just going to ask Lori. So, um, what's your next event? What are some events that you hold? Well, are we okay. So, I created the the website right to be like our virtual barn. Yeah. And we. <laughs> I, and it was all in service of this testing the idea, right? Could we do this? So it turned out to be very successful, <laughs> and we have. So um, then I was kind of like, "Oh, um, I guess we need to do something else because I have a lot of interest, and people are joining and liking us on Facebook every day, and calling with questions about horses and how can I get my kids lessons and can I come meet yeah. a horse, <laughs> oh, <laughs> whatever." Awesome. Um, so um, my next, uh, I thought it would be really neat. For people, I'm just trying to think of ways to bring people in where they don't have to be riders. It's kind of open to riders and non-riders and integrating riders and non-riders. So um, this one, the next one that I'm thinking about doing is a barn tour where we would, and I think a lot of barns have probably done something similar. I know some barns around here have, but but um, I'd set it up similar to the tour that I did of the horse show, our first event, which was I try and get 
you know, really reputable people who are media friendly and um, public friendly, you know, good faces for for our sport. Yeah. Yeah. Good representatives. Good representatives. And I, and I'm, and one of the things about Laguna Beach crossover is also that I kind of haven't mentioned. It's multidisciplinary. I mean, my focus is dressage, and I am hoping that as we go forward, I'm talking to one woman in Laguna right now who's more of a hunter-jumper type, so I'm hoping she'll work more on that side. There's some Western people involved, and so, you know, my main thing is dressage, and so that's my focus. And if other people come yeah. in, I will open up the organization for them to use too, right? So the cool. barn, the barn tour would be multidisciplinary, and I hope to get trainers that are really good with kids. Because I want to do it in the summer. Well, Lori, I think we're just about out of time for our interview today, but we wanted to have you on and talk about your awesome Laguna Beach horse lovers, and 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 I thought it was a great idea. You know, back to another episode that we had before about getting people involved and doing press releases and getting the word out to the public about you know, horses in their community. And it just, it came back to so many points that, that Reese and I try and talk about and, and try and get as many people involved in what we do because we really love it and we love to share it with lots of people. And I think you have started a really awesome thing that does that. So uh, we thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. Oh, you're and, welcome. It's and uh, let's, give us, <laughs> let's give people the, your websites again. Um, Laguna Beach Horse Lovers. It's L-A-G-U-N-A-B-E-A-C-H-L-O-V-E-R-S. No, Laguna, yeah, the horse, and I forgot the horse part, but you guys all know how to spell horse. The other website where you can kind of find details on, you know, how to go about the business side of it is lauriesavitt.com, and it's a couple of posts that I wrote especially for the Dressage Radio Show um, listeners, and, and I also wanted to to offer to any of your listeners who, if they're writing press releases and they don't, you know, the first time you do it, it's a little intimidating. So I'm happy to review and comment and help move awesome. people along. Great. To do that. Awesome. Yeah. You're going to be a great, be be a great resource for everyone. I hope so. I would be so thrilled. I would, I, I will let you know. If people call awesome. me, I'd be so happy. That'd I would be, be cool. happy to do it full time for three weeks. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that would be great. So I think that's L O R I S A V I T dot com. Yeah, B is in Victor. Uh huh. That's it. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks, Lori. Oh, thank you, guys. Keep up the great work. Easy Signs Online is the official sign company of the Horse Radio Network. This week's product highlight are their personalized nameplates. Perfect for horse stalls, tack rooms, lockers, bedroom doors, dog kennels, or whatever you can think of. Choose from hundreds of online graphics to further customize the nameplates from EasySignsOnline.com. Made from one half inch thick solid PVC signboard, these colorful and unique one sided nameplates are three and a half inches by 16 inches and are designed for durability, long-term indoor or outdoor use. They are only $39.95 each, and remember, free shipping on most orders over $100. Visit them at EasySignsOnline.com. You know, it's funny because she talks. she's talking about getting her very, very local community involved, in, and that's where it has to start, like with any campaign, right? With any political yeah, campaign. Yeah, it's grassroots, sure. right? Grassroots. Right. You have to start yeah. you you know, know, we're, just with your neighbors and, and the people you know. And I feel like I'm missing that, to be honest with you, because with the Horse Radio Network, we're so global, and, and we really... I have so many friends. We've interviewed 6,000 people, and many of them have become friends, but they're all over the world. Nobody's right here. So, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah. kind of feel like I know a ton of people, but none of them are right here. <laughs> so, right. You, can't just, right. You, just, you can't just call them up and have dinner with them, Exactly, right? exactly. You can call me, but I'm not going to make it. Yeah, you know, I, gotta, I would love to Glenn, but it, there's a plane, plane flight involved. Yeah, I know. We used to be close, yeah, uh, Reese. We used, we used to, to get together. Yeah, yeah, we used to do it, but we don't anymore. You know, uh, I got to give a shout out to a friend of the Horse Radio Network's, Ellie, Ellie O'Brien, who does, I don't know if you met Ellie uh, no? when she was up there, Reese, but uh, she's a horse trainer from New Zealand. 
Zealand and had come to the United States for a little for about a year, and then uh, went back. And she uh, she is a regular contributor. She does training tips like you're doing today with with an Olympian. She does training tips for the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Well, about 15 days ago, she fell took her horse went one way, she went the other. She landed wrong and actually broke her back. Um, oh. She broke her L3 oh. in five places. Oh. It was basically shattered, and she was a hair's breadth. the the uh, The surgeon told her she was a cat's hair away from being paralyzed for life. Oh um, and they operated, and now she's up and walking. She's wearing a brace, oh, and wow. in 15 days, she's up and walking, ready. Very positive attitude about everything. And I interviewed her. I, I, I chatted with her last night from the hospital. She's such a positive person. It's it's uh, it's really cool to to talk to her. But one of the things, and I'm going to remind everybody of this because I think it's so important. One of the things, she would be paralyzed today had she not had the phone on her. She was alone in the ring. Nobody was around when she fell. She could not move. She back was broken. And thank God she didn't move or she would have been paralyzed. So, But she had her phone on her. It wasn't attached to the saddle. You know, it wasn't forgotten in the barn. She had her phone on her. So please, when you ride, I don't care if you're at home or wherever you are, have your phone on you. Even still, it took 45 minutes for people for the uh, oh, for the ambulance Lord. to get to her. So uh, she was laying there in pain for 45 minutes. Oh. But it would have been, she said, it would have been four hours till somebody had found her if she had not had her phone. So I know there's a lot of people that attach the phone to the saddle. Yes, that's going to do you no damn good if you're laying or with put your. Put it on, yeah. Put it, put it to the side. It's uh, going to do you no good. It has to be on you. You know, I don't know about you guys because uh, we, you know, I'm definitely. We, we try to be very safety conscious here. Um, and one of the things is we don't ride when somebody's not on the property. And knowing yeah, the people are riding. Riding, riding buddy. Always have a riding, riding buddy. buddy. Somebody I, around. Yeah. And that's easier that is, to do for some people. If you are if you have your horses at home, that's not always easy to do, right? Well, yeah. you know, we, we here, and, and if for some reason I am riding by myself, which happens very, very rarely, I will call my husband. And I will tell him what time I'm getting on, and I will tell him I will call back in an hour. And if he doesn't hear me in an hour, he knows that he needs to call me or he needs to come home. So we're really, really – or I'll call my sister or my mom or somebody so they know I'm getting on the horse, and I call them when I get off. And we're very specific about that. And I would encourage everyone to do the same thing because I uh, sadly had a very, very lovely uh, student – pass away um and uh last year and she uh her husband didn't know she was on and and she had fallen in the arena and she passed away so uh not to keep it uh you know to make it grim but that is something super important keep your cell phone but somebody needs to know you're on a horse because horses trip and horses i mean it happens a lot and and it's always you know the silly things so i would encourage everyone make sure you have your phone on you and make sure somebody knows you're on that horse and knows when you get off that horse even if you're, you're somebody you know an hour away they can at least call uh, somebody to get you help so that is my personal thing on that yeah, and I didn't mean to bring the show down by bringing. No, it's all right. <laughs> I no, just it's, wanted it's it was important. so important like what she tips, said, right? Yeah, you know, safety first. Yeah, there's all kinds of stories of you know people getting hurt, and you know what can we do to yeah. to be as safe as possible, right? So just reminders, you know. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what's well, coming next up? Next up, I think we have our we have our our trainer tip, our totalsaddlefit.com trainer tip of the week, and uh, I wanted to give you a little story about about the. Uh, the shoulder relief girth because um, I recently had a student that uh, that had their saddle fitter. We had the saddle fitter out to do some saddle fittings and stuff, and then and then you know the saddle fitter fitter came out and was like, you know, what is this girth? Oh, it's you know, and we were just talking about it. And she's like, oh, I really so you know straight from not Justin who does saddle fits and stuff from from our own person that we use for saddle fits, loving that shoulder relief girth. So I think that's a, a great uh, a great boost about about that. And just an update on my sweet Denali Stanfield, he is not girthy anymore. Before I started using the total saddle fit girth, he would bite. I mean, he was terrible. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, what is wrong with this horse? Yeah, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. But let me tell you, he doesn't try to bite you when you tighten the girth anymore. And I've had the girth, how long have we had him? About a year and a half? Uh, Yeah, I I was just thinking about that. Maybe it was about a year or so. So, yeah. It's been long enough, and he does not try to bite you when you put on the girth, and he's so much better. So I would, 
he he loves uh, yeah I, I, now he I honestly yeah. he loves it I don't use I actually I don't buy any other girths now and and we love Justin and that was just literally from trying the girth that he you know Justin sent us a girth to try and I I was a little skeptical I'm not gonna lie a year ago and I am a total believer so all my horses go in in the total saddle fit girth now. well you know yeah, what? I've been recommending it to lots of students and stuff and they're, and they're loving it and it was nice to hear from from our saddle fitter that they, they like the girth as well. So, Dr. Wendy of the Driving Radio Show was up here uh, the uh, about a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about how the saddles fit on harnesses, and she would love, I'm saying this so Justin will do it, uh, she would <laughs> love to have Justin make those girths for harnesses because we have the problem with the, with the we, it's called a saddle too, with the saddle pushing up against the withers. Uh, just, oh, the, just the way yeah. the harnesses are constructed, they need to sit back a little bit, but when you're driving the horse and the horse is moving, it tends to want to push up towards the withers. And you cannot yeah. keep it, you know, you cannot keep it back, but with that girth, we, we'd be able to do that. Uh, so there you go, Justin. Come on, Justin. And Justin's awesome. If you, uh, you ever really need to talk to somebody about saddle fitting, he's fantastic to talk to. He's really, really kind and really uh, is very, very knowledgeable about uh, the product and about just saddle fitting. You can um, phone in or email him questions and he's great about answering them. So we love Justin uh, and totalsaddlefit.com. So Justin, th- thank you for the shoulder relief girth. We love it. And uh, for our trainer tip of the week, our total saddle fit trainer tip of the week, we have Olympian Dottie Marcus on. And I think everyone will love hearing uh, her discussion on position. So enjoy. This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com. One. Well, this evening, it is our pleasure to have Dottie Morcus, United States equestrian team member um, and FEI trainer from Massachusetts on. Dottie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Good we are... Here. I am so happy to have you on. I, I, we were chatting about just some horse issues the other day, and I, I said, Dottie, what are you doing Thursday night? I'd love to have a trainer tip. So, Dottie, what's our trainer tip of the week this week? You know, a uh, uh, one tip for me, the biggest thing that most people, including myself, I, I struggle with it, is you've got to work on your position all the time. And there, you know, back in the day, and I mean, I'm going back some, probably more years than people are of their age listening to this show. But, um, and I hated when a trainer would come in and start working on your position and try to change everything. And I don't think I really understood it back then, how it affects the horse, how your position affects the horse. You can make it difficult for you and your horse, or you can make it fairly simple um, when your aids become very clear because your balance is good. That's what it really boils down to. Sure. So I, I think that's uh, so true. So c- carry on. Yeah, I would say to you, you know, it's, I think the, for me, and this is my guess, I could be wrong, but I would say that the, your core, your back is probably has to develop and be the first thing that you learn how to hold up and balance yourself. Only then can you let your legs relax and be a little clearer um, to the horse and to the aids. So if you can't keep your back up, then you've got to hold on with your legs. That says something different to the horse. So... Um, the other day I was teaching a wonderful lady and, you know, it was only my second time teaching her and she comes into the ring with two whips and I looked at her and I thought, uh, I said, well, you know, that's illegal. You can't ride in a show with two whips. And she said, yeah, I got eliminated at the last show. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we always say, no, the rules. Yeah, no, that's not (laughs) acceptable rules. Important that USCF, (laughs) that book in, or it's in a thumb drive now. It's so important to read that. Yeah. 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 That's another tip right to itself. Yeah. I got, we got working a little bit now. The lady is 74 years old, okay? And she's at it and she's working hard. Good for her. Isn't that something? That's awesome. She's all rolled up and holding like hell and her legs are closed. So she she has to hit the horse to keep going. And I said, 
why you're riding with the brakes on, you know, you, you've got your knees all closed and you're pulling your hands. So I said, for me, put your hands up towards the horse's ears. Let's go sit up, up, get your back up and let's just let the horse try, you know? And she said, Oh my God, it's so wonderful. I feel <laughs> so good. <laughs> you don't realize how much you're holding. And when then you hold and you close your legs, those are the brakes. So, that's what I would tell people when your your knees and your thighs are gripping, then you've got the brakes on and then you're kicking them to make them go. So you're caught they're caught in the middle of conflicting aids. Yeah, so, I think for me it's yeah. like all your aids have to be saying the same thing. Whether you realize it or not, you could be saying two very different things, you know, from your hand and from your leg. You know, your hand says stop, your leg's saying go, and the horse is just stuck in between and doesn't know which to listen to first. Yep. Exactly. You know, so she, so it's like, oh dear, you keep tapping the horse and, you know, and then you try to get them to do something simple like shoulder in, get your leg on, lower leg, you know, your lower leg talks to the hind leg. So, but her knees and thighs are so tight, she can't, she can't put her lower leg on. So, you know, all these things, it's their language. It means something to them. And it's really important for the, for the rider to be able to, um, be independent. You know, what your back does, your leg can be doing something separate. Your other leg has to be relaxed. Your hands are passive. One might be taking a bend. It's just you have to learn to control all the different parts of your body. And it's not that hard. It's, it's just, it comes from your core. It comes from sitting up and being balanced. Then you can balance them. So, Dottie, what are some so, exercises you recommend for people to strengthen their core? How do you how do you get people to strengthen their core muscles? You, you know, I don't know that there's anything. Oh, sure, I can sit and say sit ups. I can say go to the gym and do stuff. But I would say to you, when you say that and then throw the motion of the horse in there, it's totally different. Um, I would say I remember torturing myself. I'd say, okay. I'm going to let go of the horse. I'm going to let go, put my hands forward, and just try to keep your back solid. Stay sitting up. Don't let your shoulders drop. Don't let your hands drop. If you're on a horse that allows you to do that, you know, some horses, thoroughbreds or whatever I learned on thoroughbreds, you know, they, they get quick and they take advantage of that. So um, that's one way of doing it um, is just keeping your hands forward. Then you have to sit up because if you don't sit up, you're going on the ground. So, <laughs> so, you know, self-preservation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like, I like used, used a little bit of a, a, a term there. Or, you know, you said you have to kind of torture yourself, right? And yes. I think that's a little bit Feel backwards. The get Feel get the out burn. of your comfort zone, you know, get out of your comfort yeah. zone, like go with the mouth and force, you know, almost, you know, you got to work. It's got to be work, right? You got to work at it. You know, if you sit around you and it's comfortable it. and it's easy then you're not you're not working and you're not improving. I mean, you you've exactly. got to have that little bit of that desire to uh, to feel the pain. You know, no pain, no gain, right? You know, to yeah, get your muscles you involved know, and to try different things and and to move around a little bit. Yeah, and you got to you've got to um, challenge yourself. I would say a little bit. A very simple thing is I would do, and I still do it to make sure that I'm not against my horse. I will do a serpentine rope and really put my hands forward and not touch the face, but make sure you're using your leg. And the horse bends through the body. He changes his bend on his own. And I do that. I do things like that to myself to make yeah. sure about, that I'm about using my lower leg. Being disciplined rider yeah. every day, right? Every day. You and have you have to, to do it. You, yeah. through, you know what's funny? <laughs> I said this to one of the kids. I said, you have to go through your roller deck. And then I realized, I said, do you know what a Rolodex is? Ah, no, <laughs> probably not. What probably yeah. not. What do, you, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by going through the Rolodex? I, oh, <laughs> then, you mean your contact list. They had, yeah. they had no clue what a Rolodex no is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, okay, we're dating ourselves again, yet again. <laughs> I know. It, Philip you know? and I, wouldn't, you couldn't be, we couldn't be that old. I, I know what a yeah. Rolodex is. Yeah, Philip, you know. Yeah. But I think yeah, we're, we're on the borderline. Yeah. Of, we're on the borderline of a Rolodex. Of, yeah. I, I still yeah. actually have a Rolodex. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You know, you've got to, <laughs> as a rider, you go through, you go through uh, the, the sequence in your head. What's my leg doing? Where's my hand? What am I, you know, you check on yourself. What's this? 
if I put my hands forward, you know, you just, you just go through all the questions and you ask yourself and you try things, you know, you try to let go of the face and put your leg on to get the leg yield. You don't hold it. Um, you know, so many, so many exercises are really just from your lower leg. It's not your hands guide them. I think is how you can think of it too. Your hands guide them. Your balance stays in the middle. Again, today I had somebody I was teaching, uh, you know, somebody in his thirties, a gentleman, and he couldn't get the horse to do a haunches in in one direction. But his lower leg wasn't there. He was using his thigh and his strength and his upper body. And I, and you just look and say, well, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. well, you're obviously not getting it. So sit in the middle, keep your, your shoulders, another clue, your shoulders and the horse's shoulders always stay aligned. You don't turn your shoulders. They turn. Their body gets an axis in it, you know. And I made him put his lower leg on and just hold it there. And the horse did a haunches in. Oh, my God, that's like magic. Uh-huh. You know, you think you're doing things. But, but in reality, you're trying to use strength. They don't hear strength. They just right. don't hear it. Right. You know? They don't, they don't understand. No, well, and I, I mean, no. When, when you think about it, they're, they're going to, if you go strength versus strength, you're going to lose. We're losing. That's yeah. a losing yeah. battle, right? <laughs> we are yeah, losing. Because then, yeah, then you're using too many aids and too much, and they just tune you out. Yeah. Or oh, they do so what true. they think. Yeah. And I think, so, you know, again, going to no stirrups, if you have an appropriate horse. Uh, I, I have a wonderful young rider here this summer, and, I mean, I'm constantly screaming at her. If it's comfortable, it's not, it's not good enough. You can ride yeah. around and have it be comfortable all day long, but if you're not feeling the burn – it is not good enough. The horse is not active enough. He's not off your aids enough. And so I, I, I just hear myself saying that in the arena every day right now. And it's like, come on, you can do this. You've got, you've got to make it a little bit more power yep. and you've got to get, hey, give off. You know, back when I started again, back in the day, um, we didn't have so many trainers around, not so many people to eyeball you. And my horse, he was a Grand Prix horse, but I didn't know how to do a lot of the stuff really well. And so I would drop my stirrups, and I was told to do a shoulder in on a circle. I would do the shoulder in on the circle, maintaining the correct size, not letting him fall around. And I would do that until my groin, my leg hurt so bad that, you know, after 20 minutes or so, your leg hurt so bad you couldn't do anything. And so then I'd just touch him with my heel. Oh, look how easy that is. All <laughs> gorilla yeah. gripping. Yeah did nothing yeah so, you spent so much time him. working so hard yep. and then it could have been yep. much easier right mm-hmm. then That's i learned so true. oh lower leg i don't need all that strength so right yeah. Te- you know, technique is everything yeah technique yep. is everything yep. and i think so, you know just even watching your posture you know it's funny daddy when you said sit up i'm sitting in my chair which i don't sit in my office very often and if i took a picture of my office you would know why um it's a mess <laughs> and you said sit up and i could feel myself just slouching in my chair and just sitting here yeah. and slouching and and i think that's just a good reminder when we're even in the car or you know sitting at our office chair or whatever it is sit up don't let yourself uh, break in your yeah, core yeah. don't yeah, do it and, you know you try, you try not to, you know what I mean? But the motion of the horse, if you're a little, you know, insecure and you haven't worked on it enough, um, you know, you can hold on to the front of the saddle. I remember doing that for a zillion long time. One finger on the front of the saddle. Get grab down, strap. Get, down, get a get grab up. strap. Yep. Grab straps yep. are good for that too. Get one. Yep. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All of the above. And, you know, I had a knee replacement a few years ago. So I had about a year, probably longer because I didn't know I hurt so bad. I thought I was okay. I wasn't okay. But <laughs> I would tell you, it's been two years now, and I am just, just beginning to be able to sit down again. Because mm-hmm. like everybody else, you lose your muscle, you go to your knees to hold on. You don't think you are, but then you're bouncing. Ah! So I struggle yeah. like everybody else. Been at it a sure. million years. The only difference is I know the feeling. So it's a little easier for me to find the feeling than somebody that doesn't know the feeling. You know, right. it's a little, but, you know, we all have to work at it. It isn't something that just stays there. Bad habits creep in all the time yeah. with everybody. Absolutely. And it's interesting, you know, I think too, uh, looking at confirmation of, of the rider. Um, I have a young lady that I coach and she struggles with really getting her pelvis underneath herself. 
Uh, and you yeah. look at her when she sits on a horse, when she just sits there, you know, we really, she struggles a lot with just, that's her pelvis, pelvis confirmation. She wants to stick her, she wants to stick her little booty out. So, you know, we yeah. constantly work on the feeling of the pelvis and how it's supposed to go. So I think, you know, and she's young, she's, she's uh, 14. So she has no oh, yeah. uh, stiffness uh, that I even yeah. have now. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think it's a constant uh, you know, something that we all have to work on 14 and up. And I said to her, okay, so this week, this is what you're going to do. And you're going to do this 20 times for me every ride. Um, and so we're, we're, we're working on that just because again, that's how she's conformed. So she can do it, sure. but she's really going to have to focus on it. So I think, you know, yeah. um, confirmation, uh, you know, as I am getting older, I'm not old, but I, you know, I struggle now a lot more than when I was in my twenties and my thirties. Uh, so I have to spend more time. Um, I, you know, do more yoga and I do more strengthening exercises for my position along with constantly evaluating when we're on the horses. Uh, and, yeah, and how, it's true. so I think it's, it's a lifelong process. Wouldn't you say? I, I would tell you it is, and I would say to you the the other thing um, for the horse. It's so much nicer for the horse, you know, when you can just sit there and not interfere with them. You know, just just your own balance and just let them go. Hunter hunter people stay out of the saddle, so they don't they don't interfere with the horse as much as dressage people. You know, they, if they're crooked, it doesn't affect the horse because they're really up off their back so much. So. Right. It's, um, it is a lifelong, it is, it is a, a battle with yourself. Yeah, so it is. You got to learn the feel. Yeah. You got to learn the feel. Once you learn the feel, you, you know, you, you just keep, keep working on it. You know, ah. you just keep working on it. Fantastic. Well, Dottie, thanks yeah. so much for your time tonight. How do our listeners find you online? Um, Olympic dressage at yahoo.com. Fantastic. Simple. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. yeah. My, my friend. She came when I first got my computer and said, I've got your email address. Here it is, you know, or, (laughs) well, that's a good one. (laughs) That's a great one. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, you also have a website, you know, which is Dottie Morcus Dressage. But so, however, um, I do clinics, I do whatever, but it's, it's always a struggle. And like I said to you, I, people, you know, I used to hate people that would work on position, but the older you are, the more you realize, I mean, even at my age now, it's just so simple. You just learn to use certain parts and they respond so quickly. So, you know, sometimes not having tons of leg strength is okay. Exactly. You know? Well, so, Dottie, thanks so much thanks. for your time. And we look forward to having you on the show again. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Do you have a company in the horse world? Are you looking to get the word out about your products, services, or shows? At the Horse Radio Network, we understand our advertisers need to reach the equestrian consumer in the most efficient, cost-effective way possible. Internet radio shows like this one, also called podcasts, allow the flexibility and creativity to craft unique messages that stand out from the herd and reinforce your existing marketing and social media strategies. If you want to learn more about advertising on this show or any of our shows on the Horse Radio Network, contact us at Glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com or you can call us at 859-951-2022. Our listeners are terrific, engaged, and avid horse people, the ones that you are looking for. Guys, I think that whole conversation was so important for a reason that you're probably not even thinking about. And that is, you know, as amateurs, we all look at Grand Prix riders and go, oh, they just know how to do this with their eyes closed. It's all muscle memory. They don't have to think about anything. So that conversation made me realize again that you guys have to focus on what your parts are doing, too, so you don't get in the horse's way. It's not just it's not just us. It's you, too. No. No, I, I, every day. Oh yeah. Every day. day. And the funny thing is, yeah, I was just going to say, the funny thing is, is that it depends on which horse I'm riding, what my focus, you know, uh, the different horses will shift your hips around in different ways, or you'll have a little different tendency on a more forward horse to sit a certain way or on a more lazy horse to be overworking your legs, you know, stuff like that. So it's not just, you know, overall things that you have to work on your position, but things that are related to exactly what you're sitting on and what their tendencies are and, 
And so it's, it's tough. It's tough for everyone every day, I think. Well, and I know Philip does the same thing. I mean, every morning I do yoga and every morning I do an eight minute ab video <laughs> and then <laughs> I ride. I, do you I, watch I, the I, video or do you actually participate? <laughs> it depends. <Yeah. laughs> it depends on the morning. Depends on if I've had my coffee or not. No, no. I mean, really, I mean, we really, really work hard, very hard at it. And I know all professional riders or almost all of them really work at it. Um, so it's not, yeah, we don't just sit up there and look great and, uh, we try, but uh, you know, we like try, I said, yeah. I mean, the point of the point of our sport is to make it look easy and make it look like mm-hmm. the horse is doing their job. So if we achieved a modicum of of that, we're doing our job well, right? And and right. We, you know, as professionals, we want to you know be at the top of the sport, and and so of course, and you know, we work six, seven, eight hours a day on on those things, and you know, I, I tell everybody, there's no magic to it. It's just discipline, and it's time in the tack, right? So yeah. Yeah, if you can do those two things. You can ride like an Olympian, I think. No, I agree. I mean, and like <laughs> I said, I supplement it with yoga because I find that yeah. if I get on a horse without doing yoga, I'm super stiff, and so yeah. I spend a lot of time loosening up. And then the core strength is so critical. We don't even think about it on how critical that aspect of it is. So, um, you know, there's a lot you can do to make it, you know, it's, it's, it, those Olympians are not just sitting there, <laughs> you know, they're probably doing more than Philip and I are even, you oh, know, for it's, sure. it's for really sure. amazing on how much effort you put into, to just having that perfect position. So, uh, every day, every horse, uh, you know, I, we try to not even hack. I mean, I, I'm fussing at my girls when we hack. Don't sit like that. Don't stick your toes out. Don't, <laughs> don't get slouch. Lazy, yeah. Don't get lazy, you know. Uh, a lot of times, I literally just fussed at one of my girls this morning about that. She warms up a lot of the horses. She'll, I'll tell her, go on and go for a 30-minute hack up the hills. And then she brings the horse back to me. And I'm like, hey, while you're on there for 30 minutes, that's a long time to be there and slouching versus a long time to be there in the right position. So, we work on it all the time, and I'm always fussing at people for it. <laughs> good, good points. Good points. <laughs> exactly. Well, good show together, guys. Nice job. Nice job. Absolutely. Well, and just remember to all our listeners, we love you, and we love your listener participation. So always feel free to email or send us a fake Facebook shout out. We will try to get it on the show every time. And you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook. Just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. You can find me at philipparksequestrian.com and my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors for allowing us to put on a great show and don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Well, I just want to say thank you to Glenn and Philip uh, for three years. I look forward to three more. And uh, I look, uh, like I said, I enjoy doing the show every Thursday evening. So uh, thank you guys for everything. And to our listeners, keep your heels down and your shoulders back. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.